Welcome to Asleep by Nine. My name is Alyssa. And I'm Jeremiah. Gather yourself up. We got to get back to the corona. Today's podcast is going to be all about the beer flu, the also known as coronavirus. No. Funky flu. Funky flu. Apparently, there's all kinds of names for it. Uh, even they call, I think they even call it the COVID-19. Yes. This should have been brought to you by Corona, since you like to call it the beer flu. Beer flu. flu. Now, we are here to talk about the coronavirus, uh, which is uh, started in China, or at least it was discovered in China. Okay, this but particular... let's not get all technical because that's not really what this is about. No, this is about the crazy people that are either saying it's a big old conspiracy or... That doesn't make them crazy. You don't have to label people. Coming from a therapist, that seems a little bit judgy, don't you think? Well, let's see. I've heard that the aliens have infected us and they just started in China somewhere. I've heard it was on. I don't know. I heard it. You made it up. No, I heard it on the radio. No, you didn't. Yeah, that thing you listen to in the middle of the night. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. Well, shout out to our coast to coast friends. Well, yeah, I don't. We don't want them as enemies, so they got to be our friends. To be clear, that wouldn't be my. First choice in talk radio. I do like to fall asleep to talk radio at night. I prefer sports talk radio. We have telephones. But well, they're not actually telephones. They're cellular <laughs> phones. I mean, I guess I could set the phone up, but that seems weird, and I don't want the volume on. So you have a speaker. The only AM station that we get clearly way up here in the middle of nowhere is the one that brings me coast to coast. So well, sometimes you hear crazy stuff. If we're really lucky, the only virus that we'll get up here will not be the coronavirus. Well, that's not true because it's already an hour and a half away. Well, we can't we can't even get a radio station, so maybe we'll get lucky. I don't lucky. think that stops the spreading of I don't know. They say flu. they say keep 3 feet of distance between you and the other people that might be infected. 3 feet. We're like you don't think that... 50 miles from most people. What are you talking about? That's we true. were within three feet of people off and on today all day. Yeah, but as long as those people didn't drive 50 miles away, we don't have the coronavirus. Oh, my Lord. You don't know that. Pretty sure. No, you can be walking around with it for 10 days. Yes, so I could. Uh, actually, if we want to be all today, technical... One to 14 days is the incubation, Excuse apparently. So you could walk around for 14 days. And some people, don't, they don't show much symptoms. Much symptoms? Much. Wow. Mucho. Lots. Many. Many's. <laughs> Many's? <laughs> oh, I'm on a roll. Yeah. So. You have the funky flu. I probably do. It's scrambling your brain. My, yes. <laughs> I must have had it for the last 40 years. At least. <laughs> so really to be on track a little bit, we, we did want to talk a little bit about it because um, the way that it does affect people. I mean, no, I don't think people who uh, you know are into conspiracy theories are, are crazy for real. Uh, I do. You know I, what? What I would like to talk about in terms of the coronavirus Yes, I prefer to call it the funky flu because I'm so tired of hearing coronavirus. It just sounds mm-hmm. 
annoying. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, let's, let's be real. There's really a couple, it seems like there are only a couple of, you know, sides of the house on this one. There's the, it's not any different than any other flu, which isn't true. Um, but sort of, but there's a lot of truth in it, you know, cause it does, it does have very similar features. And let's also put out that we are not medical professionals. We are not taking a medical stance on this. We're just, we're actually just looking at the human side of it. The idea of the, how it impacts people's movements and relationships. Um, like, uh, for example, we've already got schools that are putting in place, you know, different measures like there it's it's making people move differently and interact differently and some people are you know already avoiding going out people have stocked up on supplies okay yeah let's talk about that that's how it's affecting me and that's what i'm ticked off about because normally in our everyday life we carry wipes in our car we have kids they touch things they touch other kids they're out and about a lot and then when we get back in the car we use wipes if we don't have access to a restroom i went to go get wipes today because i'm out not because i'm scared of the funky flu but just because my car needs wipes and there were none there were no wipes no what is it the hand sanitizer yeah hand sanitizer Mm -hmm. because i was like well i guess i could get hand sanitizer I hadn't even really thought about the fact that people were stocking up on that kind of stuff, which I don't know. I just, why aren't you normally using that stuff in your everyday life? Why is it just now that you have to be careful of germs? Yeah. No, that's what I mean by it's changing people's movements and what they do. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad people are stocking up and they're using it. Uh, the alternative is they wouldn't be using it and we would be more likely to get the the virus. Um, Except why aren't people being that careful always? Right. Right. I so agree. Stop saying right to me. I know I'm right. I just needed some sort of feedback, not just right. Yes. <laughs> you almost <laughs> said it again. We don't, I mean, just in general everyday life, I don't know, there's just a filthy side of people. That's like, true. We're just kind of disgusting critters. Well, speak for yourself. I don't find I did. Disgusting. We, we, I'm lumping me in there too. Okay, well, don't include me in your we. I wash my hands a lot. Me too. And then, you know, what is, you know, when you get in your car after being in the store, do you touch your steering wheel first or do you use a wipe first? Oh, I guess. It just depends. Right. How you filthy I critter. Do I feel disgusting? I'll use a wipe. Do uh-huh. I feel like I didn't really touch anything? Or what if I'm okay? What if your uh, something is bugging you with your makeup? Do you use a wipe before you touch your face? Well, if you know me, you know I don't really wear makeup. In fact, today when I did put on makeup, I said you looked beautiful. Did you notice that I wasn't wearing makeup today? So that's not really a thing for me to speak on. But and these cute jeans Aww. and socks. Yeah, anytime I wear jeans, that's when you know. Yep. We must be going somewhere because otherwise, workout pants and a sweatshirt. Yep. Anyway. And so what did we do in the middle of the coronavirus episode thing that's going on here? We <laughs> dropped our nine-year-old off at a 10-year-old birthday party <laughs> in a public place. In a public place 
with a bunch of other kids. But she she even said she washed her hands. Uh-huh. Good girl. Yeah. yeah. And then we got to our next destination, and we sent her to the bathroom again to wash her hands. Mm-hmm. Hopefully she didn't touch her mouth, eyes, or nose during that birthday party. I, I did prep her. But that's kind of normal. That's what I'm saying. Like For us, that's relatively normal. Right. Like we're routinely saying this kind of stuff. Yeah, we don't like germs. We don't like to be sick. Mm-hmm. And I don't, yeah, I don't know. So why why all of a sudden does this one affect so many people? I don't know. I have one more question, though, about the people stockpiling okay. things. Um, why do you have to stockpile bottled water? Why is the water going to be turned off at your house if you're sick? Why don't you have access to your sink anymore? <laughs> I'm serious. Well, have I, you not thought about that? No, I get it for places that don't really have good water supplies. Like if I was in, you know, say California, I am probably stocking up on yeah, water. Because if I'm stuck in my house, I'm not drinking tap water down in California. No, don't they have filters on their refrigerators? Most people, yes. I'm sure they Your do. Your brother has it- filtered water. He also has the filtered water tank thing that they mm-hmm. get refilled. They have water. Yeah. Okay, so I'm and just by the way But if I was sick for two weeks and I wasn't going to I would absolutely if I was in a place where I couldn't just turn on the tap and use the water, I would probably stock up on water. What's weird to me is we're way up here north. We have good water. And people are stocking up on water. Right. So then back to my point about like going to the store to need things. Like I just wanted a thing of whites. Uh, My girls and I are going to be traveling in a few weeks. We normally buy a case of water to put in the car so we don't have to refill water bottles repeatedly. So I'm going to go to the store to get a case of water and there's not going to be water because someone's scared that they're going to get the flu. Possibly. It's It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. And I'm sorry for all of you out there that might be nervous about getting it and you're the one stockpiling, but you're really messing up the regular people. (laughs) 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 No offense to you. Not like you're not regular. Man, this one is going to just fire people up all (laughs) over the place. Sorry. It sounded really bad and that is not how I meant it. No, it's true. I mean, in the sense that if we're taking care of ourselves on a daily basis. Now, I mean, I get it. There are going to be people out there who have really tight budgets and they're going to spend money right now that they wouldn't normally spend because they need to be stocked up just in case. Um, But there's a huge number of people out there that are stocking up on things that now leave other people who would normally be in their purchase cycle going, uh, where's the things that I normally get? I really like the way you put that. Why? Their purchase cycle? Well, yeah. I mean, if we buy a thing of water to travel, it usually lasts one or two trips. Yeah. So it's not like how lazy our kids get with filling water bottles, but yes. Right. But that means we're not buying water, you know, but every, you know, couple of months in the summertime, a lot more because we travel with soccer. So do you feel like this has brought on a new, um, I don't know, maybe like a thought process for people? 
with with everyone who is stockpiling because they might be quarantined for like up to two weeks, let's say, people are looking at it as a way of hmm, maybe I should start stockpiling in case there was more of a natural disaster or something where you would need those types of supplies. Like, do you think that's coming to people's forefront now? And that's part of it? Or this is all just funky flu related? Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting question to me. I think that it might be doing some of that. I'm going to be honest. What I hope it's actually doing is making it so that people are paying attention to their own germs. No, right? it'll, it'll, people will pay attention until the next thing comes along. Right? Like, like before yeah. you were talking about like SARS we had what the bird flu, that pig, the yeah. swine. There was one other one. I don't remember what it was, but and then there was that whole thing with the mosquitoes. And then let's let's not to, let's not forget mosquitoes. Yeah, like the West Nile. Oh yeah, was that here? I mean, it was everywhere. Was I think. It? I mean, I mean that that that's how you can tell our level of expertise here. I don't yeah, even right. know if West Nile was here. And then, and then, you know, like, just think about it in 1999, as we were coming up to January 1st to 2000, I mean, we were, there were people, people. yeah, that's true. (laughs) We were dressed up in silver. We were at a party. (laughs) That's when we were young. We could stay up till midnight. (laughs) Yeah. But we, I mean, there were lots of people people who thought that the world was going to end that night. If you were not born yet in... 2000 or 1999 it was a serious thing that entire year leading up to it like you Mm -hmm. had to do all the special things for your electronics which at that time was really only computers you needed cell phones barely we had the bricks we had uh we had the slides no we didn't or the flips maybe a flip phone we we probably had a flip phone anyway but yeah those are cool again you had to stockpile all this stuff because everything was going to crash when it flipped over to 2000, guess what happened? Nothing. Yeah. I remember, I also remember being in grade school, being told that the ozone had a yeah. big giant hole in it. Yeah. And before 2005 or whatever it How was going to be. This? Why are we talking about the ozone? Because we're talking about all the things that we <laughs> invest so much time, energy, and worry. in this case, resources. And right? worry. Right. Worry. That's, well, I guess that falls under energy. But resources, like we invested money in teaching all of my class about recycling. And don't get me wrong. I think that was a good push. And the ozone layer, the hole didn't grow to the, it's actually closed up supposedly. That wasn't about recycling. That was about using the aerosol stuff. And cars and. Right. It was, that was. Right. But it didn't happen. We're not all dying from UV rays. Well, not yet. Although, I mean, there's know, still time. There are places where you can get Unless you skin die cancer. from the funky flu and then there's not time. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Normally, she's a really good and kind person. I'm not I, sure what got into her tonight. I just, I just don't understand it all. Mm-hmm. I go back and forth, though, because on one hand, I think this is, this is a little bit out of control like let's just wash our hands and be careful about your germs right cough into your elbow use a tissue wash your hands all those simple things you should be doing so the one side of me is thinking just take care of business safely and then the other side is like well 
if all these people are worried about it, maybe that means something. Am I supposed to be worried about it? Am I supposed to be stocking up? I don't have any bottled water. Uh, I'm not particularly worried about it because we have water here. And I don't even have wipes in my car. Well, I'm not a big fan of that, but they still say soap and water is one of the best things. They are saying that with this particular virus, it's good to use like an alcohol wipe of some sort. Well, I can't. I know. They don't exist out in the world anymore. Oh, no, they do. But they're all they're in some Amazon warehouse that's closed down because no, I haven't even looked. Do you think Amazon's upping? Like, are people upping their prices now on that kind of stuff because they can? Because there's a shortage of places. We should look at that. I do know. Did you hear the? That's masks? probably all the conspiracy. Yeah, the masks the are CDC a problem. The CDC is asking people not to buy the masks because the healthcare professionals need them. Mm-hmm. Also scary. I'd, I'd prefer I mean, that the healthcare professionals have those masks. Yeah, and if you were a healthcare professional in that field, knowing that you're going to come into contact with things like the flu or this or whatever else comes through the door, don't you have a stockpile? Well, unless I guess you're in your purchase cycle. Maybe not. Stop saying purchase cycle. <laughs> I don't like it. I actually don't think I like anything with the word cycle. <laughs> it's true i'm thinking about it do you think that's a male female thing i don't know do you do you want to make it into that <laughs> sometimes it's better to just be quiet and let it go uh-huh. anyway back to the funky flu yeah what else do you have to tell me about the funky flu i don't know i'm i'm just kind of curious you're you're a uh, you're a mom and you stay at home with our youngest how concerned are you really? I'll be more specific with my question. Okay. Our kids play soccer, and you said you got some email about some things they're going to change with soccer. Yeah, when it co- they, they sent out an email to all the referees, which our oldest daughter is, a ref, saying, like, prep your teams to only do fist bumps or no high fives after games and – Don't spit on the ground, you know, make sure you cough into your elbow. All these safety, or I don't even know if it's safety, uh, precautions that you should be taking since you're going to be in close proximity with Mm -hmm. a bunch of kids. I don't know. I'll I'll be honest. I just moved my headphones and it made my head scratch a little. I am more worried about lice (laughs) than I am the funky flu, partially because and here's the thing I have, I do, I should point out, I, we are in a very uh, blessed position that we have healthy children. We ourselves are healthy. We don't have autoimmune issues in our family. Yeah. You know, I do recognize that there are people that need to take this way more seriously than, than we do. I just think for us being fairly healthy, that if we were to get it, sorry, I bumped the microphone. If we were to get it, we either would be in that, that percentage that doesn't really have many symptoms, don't really have many symptoms, or we might get a little bit sick and we would be okay. At least I, I would sure hope that we would be okay. Most likely. So for me, I feel like it's something we could deal with and handle it would stink for sure but i think we could do it where if one of our kids came home with lice 
that would be burn the house down, start over. I don't want, no, <laughs> I don't want it. We're moving. Yeah. I <laughs> Leave everything. That's right. It's We're starting estate over. sale, lice infestation. Estate sale. Gross. <laughs> I wouldn't even Come on in, buy that. our things and our lice. No, 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 no. Fire department, you want to practice a home burn? Here you go. Well, what what's interesting to me about that is uh, we haven't ever had it. I know, but I'm scared all the time. You said you said you had it when you were a kid or something, though, didn't you? Yeah, in elementary school. Yeah. Yep, because our coats all went on the same coat rack, and uh, yep, it went through our whole classroom. I've been in places where lice has been prevalent, and uh, I didn't get it. And I, I've learned a bunch of things about why that's probably the Thank case. Goodness. But. Yeah. Because what did I tell you? I said, if you come home with lice, don't come home. Yeah. If you. <laughs> so I've got this sweet little ward on me. Um, that, what? Uh, it, a wart? Ward. A ward? Yeah, like like a uh, shield. Is that what you really meant? Mm-hmm. Okay. Shield. A sweet little ward. I don't know what that is. When you're um, well, it. I'm speaking like Harry Potter. That would be a robe. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, one of us knows Harry <laughs> Potter, and the other one does not. No, I don't think they put a ward. Like a spell? That's a word. <laughs> Stop it. Anyhow. Anywho. So you work with, how many girls do you have right now? 21 or 22, yeah, I think. So a large number of teenage girls, which... Sometimes you guys do get lice. That's when I say to him, don't come home if you get it. Uh, but do you feel nervous with all those kids? No. Because really at that school, once one of them gets sick, oh, it yeah. seems to spread very quickly. Yeah. I mean, the, we, we take some uh, some precautions. These are not our children, right? So even though I personally don't have... Um, a huge concern in this area. Uh, I, I'm very aware that it's very serious for a lot of people. And part of the reason I don't have a huge concern is I'm dealing with teenage kids. Teenage kids tend to fall into that healthier category. Even if they're sick, they tend to heal. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're not talking about infants. We're not talking about the elderly. We're not talking about uh, our, our kids are in for all intents and purposes. They're, they're very healthy kids um and so that doesn't overly concern me and yet we're still taking precautions like we already have a uh, more or less a a space set up as a for an infirmary if we ended up with a a case a different space than you normally Mm -hmm. oh i didn't know that it's a separate building um it's you know so that as as kids you know develop symptoms we can just move them over and then they would be more or less quarantined. And you're cutting down on the stuff that you're doing in town, right? Where you'd be exposed. Yeah, probably even more than we need to, to be honest. Maybe. I mean, uh, it, it seems a bit over the top for me, but I also, these aren't my children. So I, I don't get to make that, that call that I, I would always err on the side of a little bit less risky um, than a little bit more risky with somebody else's children. However, for our children, we'll send them out. So we're kind of on the same page. Like, you don't feel really scared about it. I, I don't, don't feel very scared about it. Unless I'm supposed to. If I'm supposed to, let me know, and then I'll get scared. <laughs> but for now. 
I don't, I don't because I've actually done like reasonable research, not, not a ton of it, but you know, it's one, one out of one out of six have serious symptoms. That means five out of six have mild to no symptoms. Yeah. One out of six does seem like a lot if it's spreading quickly. Right. That's the issue that I have with it is it's supposedly more contagious than most other viruses that go around. Yeah, I don't like the fact that you could be walking around with it for what did we say like 10 an average of 10 days before you even show symptoms and that's even if you mm-hmm. do develop symptoms like you could just be spreading it left and right not even knowing. Yeah. Well, what I don't like about it is one how contagious it is, but the other part that's a little bit nerve-wracking is our medical profession our <laughs> medical professionals they don't know how to stop it. Like if we get the infection in our lungs because it's a virus, right? They can't they can't use antibiotics. They they have to treat the symptoms yeah. and hope that we hold on long enough to get to the other side. Oh, not the other side. Just to the side of wellness. That's right. Not the other side. Yeah. That sounded ominous. Yeah. That's not that wasn't they my just intention. treat you until you die. Right. <laughs> but most of the people who are who are struggling the hardest are people with other medical issues. Right. So even still, I mean, I'm just not I don't have a huge concern. We are, of course, taking those precautions at work. And, you know, the fact that we're even talking about it means we're attentive to it, even in our home. Well, You kind of have to be right now. It's everywhere. It's yeah. Ever, I mean, you can't get away from the conversation, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. yeah. So how about we just end with, please be responsible with your germs. Yeah. And please don't judge us. We're not medical professionals. We really don't know what we're talking about. We really don't. We really don't. But it sure was fun talking about it. I mean, it was something. <laughs> well, hopefully others have fun listening to us talk about it. I, ha- you know, I don't know if we're fun to listen to well so give us your comments let us know what your thoughts are nicely yeah that's that's the Alyssa clause yeah it needs to be nice yeah you gotta you gotta nicely critique us yeah you can tell us that we're terrible just do it nicely and we're good right I'll take it (laughs) all right all right adios everyone bye thanks for joining us Please feel free to contact us at a sleep by nine podcast on Instagram. That's again, a sleep by nine with the number nine podcast at Instagram. And if you don't have Instagram, you can email us at the asleep by nine podcast at gmail.com. And that's the number nine.